And now it's time for a brand new episode of Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast with me, your host, Paul Gannon. Joining me this week is my favourite friend in the whole wide world, why his name is Eli Silverman. Hello, everybody. I'm Eli Silverman. Yeah, Paul, just before we... We get into. Let's the get straight into the show right no, no, now no, with pull, another pull, pull. oof episode. Oof oof episode. Let's do an oof 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 oof, oof episode. Right, well, I'm up for so that. Let, Paul. For, for no, all Paul. the mistakes that were made last week, no, I want to do an oof episode. I just wanted to bring oof, that up. Oof, oof, oof. I just wanted to bring that up. The mistakes oof. from last week. Okay, because no, had... we don't need to. We can move on. Paul. No, this needs to be said. La, it's la, the la, elephant la, in the room. I'm Paul, a Paul Gannon we, man. I need to address this. <laughs> I'm a Paul Gannon man. You are the Paul Gannon man, but I need to address this. I've had a lot of communications yeah. from a lot of fans, a lot of like listeners. Who? Just name one or two. John Smith, his man. His oh, called. the most generic yeah. name you could There's pull also from the fucking air as Claire, possible. Claire Rutledge. Claire Smith. There was a Claire Rutledge. Amanda Pye. Who else? John Dot. No, why would they be called Bob Dot? Bob Slap. Come on, come on, come on, generic names. Come on. Those are, you're such an idiot, man. You just tried to come Alexander up with... Alexander <laughs> <laughs> You tried to think of a fucking generic name. You said John Dot. Yeah, That's John not Dot a generic... Derek Slap, you said. That's like the opposite of a generic name. Cynthia Piss. No, that's... Piss is not a fucking... I'll tell you, the people with the surname, great surname of piss now, in this stop country. Stop trying to distract me, right? <laughs> people have been in touch. touch. You didn't voice the betwings from last week. And you're not getting And it. that is a fucking... What? You are never getting... A... I'll go even further, mate. You want shock? You want shock? I'm never giving you a betwing again. Well, I don't, whether or not I, you I don't agree know if we with can them. carry on. You're talking about the end of the of the podcast now. The voicing no. of the betwings was the one solidity. The betwings one... will be replaced with a pop-pop. A pop-pop. Yeah. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Also, if you get it on the nose, pop-pop. If you re- get it just 25p either way, a pop. Are you refusing to voice the betwings? I am refusing week? to voice the, the seven betwings. Yes. The seven missing betwings. You ain't get... It, you ain't got a thing because you're not getting a betwing. Oh, also, Paul. Also, Paul. Also, I have a very special person here. Honey, and yeah. are you going to apologise for the abuse that you meted, I didn't meted do, out? I didn't do anything to... The abuse that you forced me to do in the vain hope that I would get a betwing, you made me degrade myself and my childhood teddy bear. Does that include all the cum on it? Did I make you come on your teddies? There is no cum on honey. You know, I've had a few people getting in touch with me. And saying what? I should wank off over honey? Oh, right, no, fine. No, Move on. No. It was... No. What are they saying? They want me to see me. The, people are very concerned about the bears you have in your possession that you treat poorly. That was you. And abusefully. Abusefully? Abusively. Paul, are you refusing to give me the betwings or, or apologise to honey? I didn't do anything to honey. I, if anything, and I am vo- rescuing honey. you will not honey. voice those betwings. There are people saying to me, I should rescue honey from this house and point Dexter and take them to some kind of place of safety. A safety place. <laughs> right? Are you refusing to voice the betwings? Are you refusing to I, I refi- turn those listen, teddies over to a place. All right, Paul, compromise. Go I on. have a compromise. Yeah. If you will not voice the betwings, yeah. will you allow me about a minute's uh, mouth improvisation on the theme, on the theme <laughs> yeah. of the words Chodney. And or Boroff. And, and Boroff. Not and or. You, uh, you get both. You have 30 you seconds get- to give me a Chodney Boroff symphony starting now. Oh, oh, Chodders. Oh, 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 Chodders. Oh, oh, where am I? Oh, oh, Chodders. 
said it before, but I will say it again. I'm glad you find this amusing. George on Sparod! Modini. Thank fuck Modini. I edit this before it goes out, because that's all going in the bin. No! Welcome to no! Cheap Show, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome in. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Cheap show, you're gonna have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap show. Off brand, brand, off, off brand, brand, off. Cheap, 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 cheap. Welcome to Cheap Show. And I go and I nuzzle. I don't see why I should continue here. His I name mean... is Eli. He has a teddy. And when he's all at load at night, he covers it in something delightful. It is creamy. It comes from his tummers. And when he it rubs his little... It comes from his <laughs> When he rubs his little Mate, peg, you don't know it that... dribble down his leg. His seepy goo, it comes out. His teddy rubs him off. And then he sits in with Poindexter and he comes in his socks. He is Eli. Eli Silverman. He's full of chodney bo- or off, Stan. Listen, uh, he's shut a minky. Up. I've lost all interest <laughs> in so my up. own improvisation. Own it's painful. And well, I'm this is sorry. what happens. I'll stop right now. Good. And now, you know, this now, is what now. happens. You do lose interest when you when you forsake tradition. When you forsake the the built up tradition and the practices of the podcast, Paul, which realize, is voicing the betweens. I've realised. Which is I voicing edit the more. I should edit more. Fuck your edit. I can edit. The thing is, I can now say anything I want and just edit it out. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> edit that out. Oh, God. Don't. De- don't. You abusive man. I'm just getting sick of you. Fucking hell. I don't spunk on teddies. <laughs> you do. For one thing. I'm going to bring a black light next week. Fine. And I'll All do my it. spunk is very much cleaned up, along with my whole junk, which I wash daily, sometimes twice. In lots of soap and nice hot soap and water. <laughs> yeah, you Paul, watch it a lot, don't you? What have you? we got now? You like to keep it clean. What have we got coming up on the show today? Today on Cheap Show, we are going back to the platters where we'll be looking for some very interesting novelty records of note. And Ooh. also, Eli wants to get some crisps out the way, so we'll be tackling hey! those as well. What an exciting time. Now, before we do go on, a bit of shop work. Um, shop work, shop work, housekeeping, housekeeping, yeah. housekeeping, <laughs> shop work. Well, you got a, like you got the shop in the garage. Yeah, Bit of shop. You're doing some metal work in the. Yeah. you just you just fantasize about being a, an odd job man, don't you? Yeah, you'd love, you'd, I, do you know what? You'd rather alternate... be someone who just restores old clocks or tables and stuff. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Why don't you just fucking give it up? Bring on a fucking other host who will voice the betwings that are missing and won't and won't fucking. Abuse my teddy bears, accusing you me of do it. Do your own abuse. Gaslighting me about spunking on honey. Uh, no. You will notice I've got my two fingers in honey's holes. I mean, ear holes. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Here look. we go. Yeah, I know. It's so weird. Honey doesn't hear your abuse. Honey knows, and Poindexter knows, I'm the only safe space that they're allowed with. He was a chodney, a chodney bar off. He was a teddy. 
And now he's covered in Eli's gooey, dirty sap. Oh, that's that what came I wanted out to, of dirty lap. That's what I wanted to fucking bring up. What? Out of his tummus, you said. You it's just said, tummus. I spunked out of my tummus. Yeah. Do you still believe that the spunk comes from the tummus yes. and not the balls? Yes. It doesn't come out your tummus. Cum comes from the tummy. It does not come from your the tummy. Your balls are for wee-wee and your tummy's for cum. It's where that's, the balls is where the wee-wee is. Yeah. Oh, mate, you should get your fucking... You should know <laughs> science a bit more. <laughs> Fuck off. It's anyway, it's lemonade and round the corner chocolate's, chocolate's made. made. Well, but where is the milk? <laughs> Out the tits. Titty, titty, milky time. Titty, milky time. Clap, clap. Is it milk, milk, lemonade? Round, round the, the corner, corner chocolate's, chocolate's made. made. Put your finger in the hole, pull it. You got a Tootsie Roll, whatever the what? Americans. The Americans add that, don't they? Stick your finger where up the hole. Where did you hear that? Out it comes this a Tootsie is, Roll. Oh, we're, we're breaking through here. Out comes a Tootsie Roll. Out of what? My dick. Your bum hole. Wait, you don't have a dick behind you. Sometimes I do. Sometimes <laughs> you just. I love my moustache. <laughs> right, milk, Chris, milk, yeah. lemonade, round yeah, the round front. the corner, chocolate's made. Put your finger in the hole. Out comes a Tootsie, tootsie roll. roll. Out it comes. Have you a... ever pulled a Tootsie Roll out of your ass? No. What would be the, the British what? version? Uh, finger of fudge? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Out comes a finger of fudge. Doesn't yeah, rhyme, though. Because what else would come out? A picnic bar? Lion bar? Rawr. A grifter? Oh, I've had a few grifters right on the back of me. <laughs> <laughs> right. We don't half have some fun on this show, don't now, we, Mr. Silverman? No, uh, wait. Seriously, before we get into that, I've got this oh, housework. you have to do the some live housekeeping. Show. Sorry, yes. I'm currently in talks for the live show, and if all goes well, we'll confirm it properly. But right now, it's looking like it's going to be in August, middle of August. And we've planned the show out roughly. We, we think have. it's going to be a lot of fun. But if like you want to come see us live in London, it's going to be August. We'll, as soon as we confirm the information, we'll put it out everywhere. But We're not going to confirm the date at this point. Not right now, okay. just in case it changes between now and the next recording session. But it will be August. But it will be August. Okay. And what I will say is if you are a Patreon supporter, you'll get a discount on the tickets and you'll also get early access by about a week before they go on sale nationally. Working it all out now. But that's the plan. And it'll like, be in Harrow Arts Centre. it's going to really sell out the whole venue. Mate, we don't know, do All right, we? fine. Anything else? No, I think that's it. Yeah, live show uh, in August. It'll be in London, Harrow Arts Centre, same little, as Digitizer. Little question, Paul. Yeah. You, so you won't be voicing any any betweens? Not even the seven? Maybe I'll save them for the live show now. Well... When they'll have an, an impact. I mean, I deserve them. You don't. The you don't point. deserve anything, by and large. I, what, I don't deserve to live? I just deserve... I didn't say that. Well, I didn't, you said I didn't anything. To... Is to live is one of the things that included in anything, isn't it? You're telling me no, it's I everything. don't deserve to live. No, that's everything. Anything and everything is completely different. No, it's not. You don't have to have anything, but you can't also have I don't have deserve everything. anything. No, you don't deserve anything. You can have everything, Including but you don't deserve you anything. Get, you can't get yourself out of this. I can. You want me to die. You actually want me to die. You just want to shame my bum oh, hole. God. Shame my wee hole. And I, I want me to die. You just want me to come in here, fucking fart on accident, by accident. Shit. You come. I would do want you to die now. Thanks. <laughs> so anyway, you don't deserve anything, or will you get anything? Therefore, you're having nothing. I don't want you to die. I love you. I'll tell you what, Paul. <laughs> thanks for, thanks right. for adding that. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, I would like to see you like choke for a little bit oh, until you go purple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just see, and then you know, like I'll be in that moment where do I save his life or do I just watch him blink out and I'll just stare over oh, you and you're looking on. up, and go make a decision, and I'll be like tick tock, tick tock, like oh. Steven Seagal when he got shat himself. Did he? 
Oh no, yeah, he got someone choked hit him. out by the martial arts guy and he on, on, on a film yeah. set. Yeah, and then he shat his pants in front of I everyone. I would have liked to have seen. There was that. another great story I heard about Steven Seagal as well, where he was making. I can't remember the details of who said it, but it was on some thread, and someone was saying he he was he doesn't like being told what to do and he doesn't like rehearsing scenes, right? He just of goes, course he doesn't. He's the he's a cunt, cunt, right? But someone said we had to change the angles because this door goes out on into the middle of the sea because like, they're on a boat or something. Continuity. And this, yeah, yeah. And this door is where you'll come in. Yeah. And they're explaining it to him. He goes, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I just go. So they said action. He worked. He went out and opened the door and went straight into the sea because he, <laughs> he didn't rehearse. What a cunt he what is. A, cunt. a couple of quite interesting crisp flavours here for the in- emergency Oh, you crisp. know what? Let's just do this as a different segment. Fucking hell, mate. I've been building this up. You haven't. You, you just pulled. You just leant over and I've grabbed the packet of crisps. I've been rustling them and scruffling them all around. Well, they'll build it up now and then we'll take up. a break and then we'll come back to the crisps, crisps after the break, everyone. No, do it no betwings. No fucking betwings, are there? From now on, I don't say betwings. I say pop pops. That is fucking shit, and you're going to get feedback on that from the whole of our listening audience. Yeah, both of them will get in touch with me and say <laughs> I don't like pop pop, and I'll say. Don't worry, it's a podcast. It'll probably be Betwings next week. It's just something we're doing well, this I week. Well, I hope for you do laugh. drop this attitude about fucking Betwings and voice the missing Betwings. No, I'm not going to mention those ever again. You know those are lost to the void. No, they're not lost. You yeah. know what's going to happen? Whoa. If I'm behind the next time we play Price of Shite, yeah. I'm just going to sprinkle those two you extra can't, Betwings you can't add in. Oh, yes, betwings. I will. They don't carry I'll, over. I will unfurl my golden fucking wingeth and out will drop, all fresh and dew like, the Betwingeth. A plog, a plog. Betwing, betwing. No, and pop, they'll pop. get me and they'll push pop, me pop. over. Pop pop. <laughs> they pop pop when they the pop, when they pop, come pop. out the wing gland. That's pop, when pop. they they pop pop out. Yeah, they pop right? pop out. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Now betwings. we're working. Pops and betwings. <laughs> crisps after the break, everyone. Oh fuck, crisps! Please <laughs> stop trying to avoid crisps. It's the emergency crisp insert coming after the break. Crisps. couple of very interesting crisp flavours for you on the emergency crisp insert segment of the show today, Paul. Oh, what a... Come on. Now, someone sent us these. These are good. These are unusual flavours. I, I can't remember who sent these now. I apologise. My gut feeling says it's Event, but I know a few boxes came on the same day. And when I was doing all, you know, separating it all up, these crisps got lost in the fog. And um, from our black bin bag... got lost in some fog? Because I think they were part of the black was bin bag originally. Was, did you guff so hard that it obscured the crisps? <laughs> was there a fine mist? Was there a brown mist of your arse? Oh, fogging... <laughs> Just thinking of you choking out. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Now, uh, that makes sense because these are... They, it looks like some kind of Germanic language. Right. You see, it says... It uh, looks like German to me. Though. Yes, it could be. I don't know. Right. We've got two different flavours. These are Lorenz, which I think could be the world's second biggest crisp brand after... Um, I don't know anything Frito about Lane. Lorenz. Shall I look it up on yes. my phone of info? Interesting things. Please do, yeah. They're big. And I think they're they're competitors of um, Lay's. Lay's, yeah. Lorenz, you say the Chris uh, Lorenz. Okay, so it's an Aust- Austrian zoologist. He was born in. No, he got the nineteen seventy three no, no, Nobel no. Prize no, in physiology no, no. and medicine. Don't start um, this shit. Look up crisps. Okay, so Conrad Lorenz, he's the founding father of the field of ethology, the study of animal behaviour. Fucking, could you stop reading that out? All right, sorry, I'll read the other one. Lorenz. Born out of Bologna, Italy, in London, Lorenz Clothing is a new menswear brand offering uh, bold I'm and sorry, heavy... sorry, Bologna, Italy, in London? What are you on about? This is what it says here on the internet. Can you just look up Lorenz, the food manufacturers, please? Lorenz, from Fire Emblem, 
for the three houses. He's a playable character in the Fire Emblem I'm, games. I'm going to fucking... I'm going to do... Birthday's June 13th. I'm going to do one. All right, I found it, Lorenz Snacks. Attention, this is new. We continue to write our story. Find out more about what we're doing. Uh, our brand, do you want to know about their values? No, I don't want to. I want to know the history of the company. Go to the Wikipedia our page. Our company. No, don't. What they say. It's a family business. Love, passion, Bullocks, or a whole lot of fun. is it a fucking family business? In Germany, it's a huge international company. Our, we're in Germany and our international locations, we proudly look back over 130 years of experience. Okay, there you go. Throughout this Can you time, look them up on Wikipedia, please, and not their own website, which I'm is going to be full of there. lies. I'm completely shilling. Shilling? Shilling? What's the word? Shilling. Shilling. Shilling for them. Shilling. Uh, today, we are one of the leading producers of the European snack market. Instead of resting on our laurels, we are keen to find answers to the questions of our age. Wait, you just make crisps. I think they make other foods Oh, as do you well. want to just take your phone call? I am actually muting it because I was... Oh, God. Someone's beeping. Lorenz Wiki, all right? I'll yeah, look up that me. for you. That's strange. Nothing? Uh, he's a founding father of the field of ethology, the D- study mate, of that's animal behaviour. So no one is laughing at that. I'm no laughing. one is laughing at that. Wait, Lorenz Snacks Wikis. Here we go. See now how big they are. Now I we're know talking. How big they are compared to Lay's or whatever. Uh, so they're now called Lorenz Snack World, German food snack company. World. It's our world based of snacks. in New Eisenberg, founded in 1999. That can't be right if it says it's 130 fucking years old. Why is someone fucking... Hammering bottles. <laughs> Why is someone just kicking bottles around outside? No, they're hammering a post in. There's actually literally nothing on their okay, Wikipedia. Whatever, let's oh, hang on, hang on. Says they were founded in 1999, which I don't quite understand. No, it would have been company history. The company is based in the Hermann Balsen hierarchy, founded in 1889. What the fuck's <laughs> going on outside? Who's hitting bottles? No, they're not hitting bottles. Why it sounds are you such like an someone's idiot? hitting a glass bottle. Just because it sounds like it doesn't... Ma- think logically, man. Anyway, in 1935, Hermann Bolson's son, Klaus, introduced Sleutzletten as the first German pretzel stick brand. Ah, uh, pretzels, yeah. In order to strengthen the diversity for savoury snacks parallel to confectionery, the group acquired Flessner KG, which I presume is another company, and they made potato chips in a factory. Ah, so they bought they bought a potato chip factory, basically. That had been founded in 1951, initially. Oh. It had See, crisps have come later than pretzels, mm. don't they? Since 1959. When were crisps invented? I think they were invented here, weren't we've they? We've been through that a few oh. episodes ago. Shall so we yeah. taste these fucking crisps now? Yeah, look, the history is they've changed their logo, they still make crisps, and effectively they're the same company, effectively, since 1889. They're a big, they're a big crisp manufacturer, and I, I'm going to go and mad. And it's a family business. Apparently the person who runs it has been running it as part of the same family for four generations. Right, so they never sold, they never went public or whatever. Oh, they make pom sticks. Ah. Do they, do they make pom bears as well? Do you yeah, think? I bet they make pom bears. They're big. They're big on the continent, man, in terms of snacking. We've got two flavours of Lorenz here. Yeah. Um, Lorenz Snack World Crisps. Sales volumes, 528 million euros per year. Compared to Lay's, I'm sure Lay's is bigger than that. Lay's is well. Management, Holger Rothfox. Uh, Mate, can you stop doing the research now, please? It's really doing my head in. Yeah. And you know what else is doing my head in? That fucking guy banging bottles outside. Anyway, so Lorenz uh, recognises one of the founding fathers of ethology, the study of animal (laughs) behaviour. I find I'll show you some animal behaviour when I web sling right onto your gobble. Thwip. Two flavours, they're in a, a range called Naturals. You think Spider-Man would do the thwop first before the thwip? Well, you've got a thwop before thwop you thwip. before you thwip. Drip drop daddy. Drip drop daddy. <laughs> He's, He's coming come to back. town. He's coming into town. I kind of like the idea of drip drop 
Drop Daddy being the coolest character we've ever had. We've ever had. Yes. But we can't talk about him. He's too cool. He's too cool. You don't talk about you Drip don't talk Drop Daddy. That's the first daddy. rule of Drip Drop Daddy. You don't talk about Drip Drop Daddy. What's the second rule of Drip Drop Daddy? You clean up after yeah. Drip Drop Daddy. <laughs> right. These are in a range called Naturals. Oh, Naturals. Naturals, which is like uh, they're trying to sell it on a natural flavour, I guess. Yes. But they have a whole different crisp flavour um, profile hierarchy on the continent, don't they? They don't have that. It's a very British thing. They're sort of the prawn cocktail, salt and vinegar. Are even ready salted more of a British thing than elsewhere? They Can are, because, I... they, because if you remember the etymology of that term, ready salted, is that... The crisps that you're buying have already been salted yes, in the process. because they used to, used to get the packets of blue salt. Or not at all. Yeah, which I quite like, those those uh, low salt ones. Yeah. You know, they're quite they nice. They have a nice... Flavor. I think they have a weird. nice potatoey yeah. flavor. Mm. It comes through more than the salt. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. Now these are in the naturals range, and these are two flavors I've seen balsamic because I think kettle chips do a balsamic. They do, and I really like. You them. love those. I was going to yeah. say, you know, what he likes to do. Everyone, this is a little peek peek into Paul's peek world behind the meat curtain. Paul likes to put the the uh, kettle chip balsamic vinegar mm. and sea salt flavor in his mouth mm. and he sort of sucks it just suck it a bit as, as, and get all the flavor off until it goes a bit mushy it's not the usual way people don't usually eat crisps as if they no, were no but you know sweets. why 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 I eat them like that why because drip drop daddy told me to eat oh, them like God, that and if drip drop the, daddy does the it drip i drop do it daddy legend here drip drop daddy <laughs> right these are naturals we've got rosemary here I've he never... comes drip drop daddy oh fucking hell why is someone hammering and you know fuck? what this ends now <laughs> what is it who is it? It's a fucking highway maintenance. Oh, fuck sake. Why is he doing it there? What the fuck is going on? He's put a little traffic cone down with a bar. Oh, what a He can't fuck. get the manhole up with a normal crowbar, so he's chipping at it with a, cro- with, a, with a hammer and a chisel. Could you just get the fucking manhole up, mate? He can't get it up. So I shout at him to get it up. No, don't shout at him. Come on. Don't shout at him, Paul. Get it up. Paul, don't shout at him. I live here. He's going to tell the council. What? That a man leaves And they'll take honey away. They'll take honey away. God, there should be social services coming in to look after honey. Listen, stop procrastinating. We have to taste these crisps. He's doing it again. He's put his big crowbar in and it's not coming up. I don't know if he knows how to work a manhole. He's just, just look at him. He can't get any purchase. Go around the other side. Oh, his mates come in now. Oh, God. And his mates just look at him. And he, they're not happy. They can't get a wedge in. Right. Oh, he's giving up. Paul. Oh, he's sucking him off. He's not sucking oh, him off. he's got a big fucking mallet out now. Look. Mate, listen. Oh, oh my, my God. God. That really loud. He's literally just malleting the ground. <laughs> Let's taste these crisps. Come on, the, the noise of our mouths will drown it out. Let's taste these crisps. I've got a good mind to go down there and say, you're ruining my podcast. I'm the, the sorry, The first of these Lorenz Snack World Naturals range crisps will be tasting. This fucking show, week by week, is uh, coming further off the rails. It's the balsamico flavour, which is, I think, balsamic vinegar. Yeah. And there's a picture of some balsamic vinegar, all thick and nice. Nice. Like a big pot of gravy yeah. and it's vinegar there now what are your views I know we like you like the, the balsamic flavoured kettle chips yeah what are your views on balsamic vinegar as an actual food product I like it you know, I like to have like it. that I mean, whiny sweet vinegar do you know what I like it on do you ever get like an, an avocado and you chop it in half put it in there and then you dribble a bit on Perfect. and then some salt yeah lovely and you just scoop it out nice I love avocados as well yes yeah, at the right moment 
balsamic vinegar. They are the pair of vegetables, I aren't mean, they? It is expensive, but it's not prohibitively expensive. And it was, wasn't it one of those foods like hummus was that was sort of all, oh, posh, all the yuppies eat it back, yeah. in, back in the day, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't it funny how all those foods that were like, oh, you snob, you ponce, you're eating like hummus, you yeah. ponce. Now has become completely standard. It's the over way the course the world. of our lifetime. It's it, it's in the same way as I don't know, like pasta. Weirdly, growing that's how up. backward we were with food here. Pasta was exotic. Yeah, it's so I remember strange. how excited my mum was to one day make spaghetti bolognese that's for funny, the family. Isn't it? Yeah. That's so funny. Anyway, balsamic Let's... is one of those things that used to be sort of ooh balsamic, but yeah. now it's just so everyday. I like it, and it is a wine-based vinegar, basically, isn't it? Yeah, sweet, very sweet. It's very nice, thick. whiny. It's whiny. It's mm. thick and it's dark. And you can make a nice little salad dressing with it if you pour a little bit of olive oil in and a little bit of balsamic and you mix it up, put some salt course, and pepper yeah. in. Simple. Drizzle it over. Basic. Tasty. You know, it'd be nice if you just crush a garlic. Yeah. Ooh, put I could crush in. a garlic. <laughs> I'm going to try and get a half corner off right, this. Right, he's doing his half corner. No. I don't think I can. I'm just going to give it an open, but I'm going right. to try not to let any Too of much the precious, out. precious half air out yeah. on the first. Bring on the hoof. He's piping the huff into his nose. Accordioning it into my nozzles. He's bagpiping the huff. Quite a nice smell. It's quite woody, strangely. May I'm I smell? a lot of vinegar, yeah. No. Have a huff on those. Just for clarification, the first smell is the huff. When it comes to me, a second hand, it's a snuff. So <laughs> I'm now Stop snuffing. The... Stop trying to nomenclature this. New year. It's We're not nearly a new year. 300 episodes old. I'm trying to mix things up with new terminology, edgy new buzzwords for pop, the hip pop. generation coming to us. Pop, 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 is... pop, drip, drop, daddy, schnuff. It's all coming out tonight. You know, it's weird. This, you're right, it is more woody. It feels more... Why is that woody smell? A sort of... I wonder if it's the potato. Yeah. I smell a lot of potato. It's a bit of balsamic, but I think that's what... Are you going to taste something? It's not as tart as the kettle chip one. Absolutely not. I think this is what I'm interested in. How uh, Your comparison with these with the kettle ones. See what you think of these. And they're normal looking. They're not like... They're just normal crisps. They're not stained with the balsamic or anything. Here we go. Yeah, they're not as heavy with the flavour as the kettle chip ones, but I think I might prefer that. That's quite nice, aren't they? Because you get the, the kind of sweet tang of the balsamic up front. It melts away and leaves a really nice, satisfying potato-y aftertaste. Yeah, and almost like a Buttery. new... Mar- There's a new marmory. Yeah. yeah, isn't there? A sort of mouthfeel. Yeah. They're nice, aren't they? Mm. They're not like salt and vinegar crisps at all, are no. they? No. They're much sort of... Um, Sweeter and... More savoury. or something. Yeah, yeah. More call umami. It. Mm. They're nice. Those are I nice. will give that a B on the nose. Yeah. They, those are good. Those are better than I thought they would be. Much definitely. better. Now, I was expecting them to be quite... Not rancid, but, you know, like still very, yeah, very... I thought they could they could easily heavy. just not work. Yeah. yeah. But they're good. 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 I mean, Lorenz, good company. Um, the second and the final crisp we will be tasting today... Yeah. Paul, is the rosemary flavoured in the Naturals range. Green I packet. found my thrill. Do, 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 do. On Rosemary Hill. On Rosemary Lorenz's crisps. <laughs> Ba-bum, bum, ba-bum. Oh, what are your thoughts on rosemary? You have it with a, uh, with a lamb, a roast lamb? I see, I don't like eating lamb. And the only reason is, is because I can't get over the image in my head of a poor, lovely of a little, poor lamb. little lamb. It's generally oh, that fine. simple. It makes me Good. deeply sad to we eat lamb. We all need to cut down on red meat and stuff, Paul. We, we want to save the planet. Yeah. Um, so... Fine, but if but you eat a lamb that's so over a year old, so you're saying that the taste of the smell mutton? of rosemary affects you? Um, it's called mutton. 
Old old lamb is mutton, yeah. yeah. Do you like that? You never get mutton-flavoured crisps, do you? No. Because it sounds disgusting. Mutton's quite gamey. Mutton It's quite a, quite a sort of strong flavour, mutton, isn't it? I it don't works know. in certain things. I don't know. It's, again, it's just one of those weird words, isn't it? Mutton. The word itself implies the smell and flavour. Sort of fatty, smelly, yeah. lamby, muttony. It's yeah. like, oh, I went out with a guy last night. And he and it's of mutton. It's yeah. cocked milk of mutton. <laughs> you know, you just be like, ugh. Well, you got to first base then with him. I mean, you got that... Dad's a business. How did you know his cock smelled of mutton? Well, did, it, was there well, a smell of mutton? And he was like, uh, sorry, that's my cock. <laughs> no, it was like he opened his pants from across the room and this kind of green wavy haze came out and I was like, mmm, mutton. And I floated across. <laughs> okay. Um, rosemary. So any other thoughts on the type, flavour of rosemary? Uh, I like her music. Irish singer, isn't it? Oh, rosemary. Fuck your m- Go on. Who, which part of my family would you like me to in, insert myself into? Mama, papa, or pop, pop. <laughs> pop, pop. Or big drip drop daddy. Oh, your drip drop daddy. Now, he wouldn't be seen there. He's too cool. You know, there's this burger place. I can't remember what they're called, but their whole gimmick with their, their chips is their rosemary chips. Yeah. And I had them, and I was like... Ah. Nah. It's like the whole Five Have Guys thing. you had rosemary things. chips? We ate the best, best chips, and it's like, no, nah, I don't know. They're not the best chips. Five Guys chips are crap. I anyway. will always take a chippy over Five Guys. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, what? Say it quietly, but I'd have a fucking quarter pound of cheese from McDonald's over a oh, Five yeah, Guys. Yeah, it's half the price, and it's just as good, basically. Yeah. Anyway, fuck Five Guys. I wish I could, but I don't have the strength. Oh. <laughs> pop, pop. <laughs> you know what you do have the strength for? The passive strength, just to take Five Guys all standing around you and coming in your mouth. You could do that. I mean, I guess. How's your jaw? I'd like to be on a rotating... I'd like to be on, like, a lazy a Susan lazy or Susan, something. yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> rotating round. Oh, 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 Huff and the snuff. That has stuck somehow. And jostling the... Uh, jostle the air. S- jostle the air. Jostle the huff air around with the crisps. I'm sure this will be fine, but let's find out what flavour we're going like to get. I don't like rosemary. I think it might be quite almost floral, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's it a, almost all right. It's it almost a floral. Sweet. Yeah. Eli's yeah. taking the snuff. Oh, there's quite a strong rosemary smell there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's definitely rosemary. It's unmistakably. But it's also kind of sweet and, 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 and flowery. The reason I make that point is when you if you smelt those balsamic ones and yeah. you didn't know they were balsamic, you might not be able to tell that's what the flavour was. Oh. Do you see what I mean? But this, yeah. I could just go, and that's the smell of rosemary with this. All right, well, here we go. I'm eating them now. They're all right, but I don't know if I could polish your bag off. I think I could polish off the balsamic a lot quicker. I think I prefer the balsamic, but that's still quite nice. It is, no, it's nice. It's and quite all... nice rounded, mm. dare I say, they have amplitude. They have both the amplitude. Um, you know what? They're both lovely crisps. Mm. Very kind of homely flavours. Very good, really, mm. aren't they? Very Comfy, d- cosy flavours. Easily. Um... I might give that a C plus as opposed to the okay. B. Yeah. But that's it's, just me. I would go, if I'm go back to the original, yeah. uh, out of five, Markings, I would give the balsamic four and those three point five. Fair enough. A nice rosemary. A, a nice and that is our crisp section done with. Insert th- emergency crisp insertion. I think a lovely selection. Not too avant garde, not too extreme. I mean unusual. Yeah. I've never seen any anything like uh, that on the British market. As much as I like the kettle chip. 
balsamic vinegar snacks, if that and that were side to side on a shelf at the same price, you'd go for I'd the Lorenz. I'd probably go with the Lorenz. Really? I think it's more satisfying. You get a lot of Lorenz around here. They often they also do ridged, a whole range of ridged uh, paprika delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Ridged keep the flavour in, don't I, they? What I, my, the point I'm trying to make is they are a worthy competitor to Lay's, aren't they? They're, they're as good as Lay's crisps, I'd well, say. Well, the thing is, le- most crisps out there are better, I would say, than Lay's or Walker's stuff. Walker has the, the benefit of the size of the brand. But I would say if you looked around, you could find all kinds of exciting crisp flavours out there. you know what there. was shit recently what? from Lay's was their whole Kentucky Fried Chicken, their KFC tie Which I don't think gave me any bullshit. KFC yeah. flavours. It was that terrible roast chicken flavour, which is basically just salt flavour, isn't it? It's bullshit. Salt and spice. Oh, can you stop hammering the fucking road, these this cunts out, out there? Hand this, mate. Right, two lovely snacks. Thank you for sending them okay. in. It's nice to Thank have you. a more measured snack episode rather than these hottest, extremist, fieriest, most blue-flavoured crisp or whatever, you know? Mate, I told you about when I ate that whole packet of... Uh, Tackies. Tackies. What blue, flavour were they? Poo came out I blue. I was stuck in Crouch End. I had to go into... I had to buy coffee I didn't want in... In Crouch End. In Costa and Crouch End. Oh, dear. And then I had a moment when I thought, is it hospital time? Is it call the doctor time? Because my shit is fucking fluorescent and it might be something wrong with me. And I had to piece did your, it... Did your poo come up like, looking like Marge Simpson's hair? Basically, yes. <laughs> Greener. Oh. But, you know, but virulently blue and green. And I thought, yeah. oh, hang on. Oh, well, I fucking laid a bit uh, of a toxic Avenger there. No, I thought, am I dying or something? Right. Because it was a very urgent need to shit as well. Yeah. Not only was it blue, but there was a proper pressure, like, this is going to come out wherever I am, so I better get in a cubicle, you know? Yeah. And then I had to do detective work. I was like, oh, get the, get the internal... Where was I on the night of the 15th? <laughs> the mm, internal da, 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 da. Uh, looking glass out and yeah. look over, forensically look over what I'd eaten, and then I came across the blue... Oh, yeah, I ate all those Smurfs <laughs> last night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, next time you do a poo and it comes out in a slightly different colour, before you call your doctor... Check your tackies yeah, in the bin. check if you've eaten a whole bag of fucking exotically coloured tackies. <laughs> yeah, because they will give you shit anxiety Mate, for and a it was good very, couple of minutes. It was very spongy, like a souffle. It wasn't just like watery. It was like a big green fluorescent souffle. It was an aquamarine. So it was more Swamp Thing than Kermit the Frog, is yes. basically what you're saying. <laughs> Right. Hang on one second. All right. Sorry. Eli's gone from the room. Come here, honey. Come hide with me in my bag and I shall rescue you. Yeah, in here. Get in. Get in the bag. Get in the bag, honey. You're coming with me. What? Uh, Nothing. Nothing, Eli. Don't worry about it. Okay, fine. Um, Ready then? Yeah, no, good to go, mate. Um, So, it is time for platters. Welcome to the section of the show we like to call Silverman's Platters with me, Eli Silverman, and Paul Gannon. He helps yes, out as well. I help out with this segment. This is where we look at novelty records. Thanks for having me on your M- show. That's fine. Welcome to the segment. Yes. Uh, make yourself at home. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Now, on this segment of the show, we look at... No, don't. I can smell your mutton. <laughs> close, close the fly. No, I'm get. You said make myself at home. I'm taking my pants off. He really is as well, everyone. Yeah, I got just had a little shot. Oh, of his you know what? That does feel better that I take my belt off. <laughs> you know what? Your belly looks like one of those fake hairy bellies that people. Yeah, it does, use. doesn't it? It looks like a fake hairy belly. Yeah. You've got a weird Sir Malcolm belly. 
Simulcrum? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, look it up, mate. No, don't actually look it up. What does it mean then? I think it's some kind of zoologist who who started the uh, field. So you of, don't if, know if, what it means. You I just know what a simulacrum use... is a is a simulation. Right, I'm finding it out. Oh, it's giving me a bunch of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, this is Silverman's Platters, and the patron saint of Imperial Simulacrum is the official term for the events that took place when Jagar Thorn took the Imperial Crown under Uriel Septum in Elder Scrolls. Yeah, it's Scrolls. an old term. No, for it's the Elder Scrolls. You prick. <laughs> Stop trying to catch me out. You're using words that you don't know the meaning of. I know of. what a simulacrum is. Yeah? Yes. Well, I have a simulacrum of interest. Simulacrum is like a simulated reality. So it's my like, tummy is uh, almost fake. That's what I'm saying. It's like a sort of a fake version. It's a version of reality that becomes almost realer than the actual real thing because it's a simulacrum. Oh. It's that type of thing. Oh it's also used by the postmodern philosopher Baldrillard with reference to, uh, which is referenced by the Matrix film. Simulcrum. What's his name? Baldrillard. Baldrillard. Oh. Baldrillard. I can't try to do something funny with that, and I have failed. But the important thing about comedy is to try, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And the more you, you try, you might strike gold. You're always very trying. Thank you. Yay. Now, the patron saint of this... The patron saint of this segment, Paul, yeah. is Clyde McFatter. Yeah. Clyde McFatter can't be with us or communicate with us directly in any way. No. But this is where I pull the fucking rug on you and everyone else. Those people... Hammering there, who were who are trying to get the, uh, manhole, the manhole cover up. They have been employed by me and McFatter, Mister McFatter, and they have been typing out his message in Morse code with the hammer on the on the thing. Oh, so and it's I can Morse understand code. it. It's oh, in code. Yes. How clever! And do you want to know what he says? Yeah. All right. Let me just. Okay. I'm Clyde McFatter. Welcome to this segment. That's all he said. Oh, no, it's, it, does it, is that going to carry on going then, that message outside? Uh, the message has ended. Now they're just getting to work doing the manhole cover. So it's just convenient that while they're here. That's what they do. They're imparting they do secret meaning. Me- this is a company. Uh, highway maintenance and secret coded messages. But the frustrating thing is, when they edit this, no one's going to be able to fucking hear that outside. <laughs> no, just for the, 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 Really? Yeah. Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> Who tortured the torture? Who tortured the torture? That's uh, Adam Ant. Who's watching The Watchers? Oh, there was a film with Adam Ant in. Uh, Did you see that? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good, isn't it? When he goes oh, like do you know what the weird thing is? After I, we recorded that episode talking about, talking about Adam Ant, I went home, there was a video on YouTube about uh, a this horror film starring yeah. Adam Ant, yeah. And he came in for one day or whatever, and he was Dr. Diablo or something. I am the devil. That looks fucking poor. I, I have a soft spot for Charles Band stuff, though. Oh, is it a Charles Band? It's film? part of that whole. I don't know if it was it was Empire Pictures or if it was a bit later when those, it was like yeah. uh, Full Moon or whatever okay. it was called. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of like what they do. Yeah, the effects looked decent, didn't they? And sort for, of... for the money, some yeah. of the stuff they did was great. It I just liked... looked like a shitty script, and he didn't look very good in it. Adam Ant, like he's not an actor, is no. he? But... <laughs> Wait, what's that song that goes? Oh, oh, oh. That's Lena Lovett. Have yeah. you come with Ma- that on the show? Magic number. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Checkers plays pop. Aruga. <laughs> Aruga. Did he used to say that? No, because it was the buzzers, wasn't it? It was, it was something like that, wasn't it? Now, we're not doing any Adamant or Checkers plays I pop records Adamant. Today. We're not going to do any Adamant. <laughs> torture to torture. <laughs> right. Now. Ridicule is nothing to be scared of. <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> pop pop 
Stop saying that. That's I not like, even original. I don't care about original. Do you know what that's Mate, we, We've done three, 270 episodes of unoriginal shit. I just realised where you nicked that from. What? Community. Why? Remember that guy? And he says pop, pop. That's Does he whole... say pop, pop? Yes. No. You're going to have to take it out. No, I'm not going to take it's it out. Fucking, it's... You're so the, the uncreative. The skids stay in the picture. You are so uncreative. You can't even think of a fucking word made up. Like bar off. Like all these words I've coined. He does. He says pop, pop. Yeah, does... he does, doesn't oh, he? Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Petwing stands. Petwing is original. Petwing is mine. And the wingeth will be receiving. There is no one the else saying petwing. The seven, the seven rogue petwingeth will come home to roost in my petwingeth wingeth. And you better believeth. That <laughs> God, come on! We got two records today on Silverman's platter. Just Paul, one more time. Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye, pop, pop. It was nice, but bye, bye, you pop, fucking pop. idiot, man. Bye, bye, pop, pop. You're so unoriginal. But anyway, hey, thank God for Drip Drop Daddy. <laughs> no, Drip Drop Daddy. Now that's good. Yeah, that's he's got too, legs. He's too cool for this podcast. That's got legs. That's what makes it drip. Because if you didn't have legs, it would just, just be, be a snail, podge. snail trail, yeah. daddy. <laughs> Snail Trail Daddy. That's the that's his that's his uh, like the bad guy. <laughs> Drip Drop right. Daddy is the superhero, and his arch nemesis is Snail Trail Daddy. I thought we weren't doing a silly one this week. I don't give. Wait, no, you don't give a fuck. We press record, <laughs> and we hope to God we get through it. Right, let's get through it then, shall we? Let's do a song. What do you mean? Do do the first platter? Yeah, we're doing the first platter. Seven minutes haven't even started yet. <laughs> fuck me. Now the first platter is Great Men Repeat Themselves by a gentleman named Ben Calder. Now, the reason why you wanted to bring this up is because it's got a very interesting connection to movie history. So uh, before we get to it, let's just play the song without telling anyone what it's about and just give them the first minute of it, all right? You've all heard it said that history repeats itself. Did you know that great men repeat themselves also? I repeat myself a lot. Repeat myself a lot. Repeat myself a lot. Do you think it's a coincidence that the name Lyndon contains six letters? That the name Batman contains six letters also? At Batman's side stands the boy wonder, Robin. At Lyndon's side stands the wonder boy, Hubie. And the names Robin and Hubie each contain five letters. The names Gotham City and Washington each contain ten letters. The names Mr. Robert S. McNamara and Commissioner Gordon both contain eighteen letters. And that's a bunch of them. The names Riddler... Now, if you're paying attention... Well, first of all, it's a spoof, right? Yes. Bye, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a spoof of a very particular song called History Repeats Itself. Yeah. Which was a hit, which was one of these, I don't know, one of these spoken word country sort of tunes, which was big at the time, like you said. But I don't think that genre exists in any form anymore. No. So if if we start with the beginning, the original song, right? History Repeats Itself was a song released by a guy called Buddy Starcher. And I'm just going to look on Wikipedia now to find a bit more about him. I reckon he's just some country guy. He is. He is just kind of, it just says some country boy. Yeah. First released songs in 1946. His big hit, funnily enough, was History Repeats Itself. Of course it is, yeah. Which is kind of, I think, an anomaly compared to the stuff he would usually put out. It's all spoken word. He's just talking over a backing track, which is attuned to the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Yeah, which is one of those very recognisable. Or America the Beautiful. Yeah. So Wikipedia says it best. So 
He's best known for the spoken word recording entitled History Repeats Itself. The track recounts the uncanny similarities between the assassination of Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy, accompanied with that backing track. It released, it got to number 39 in the US Billboard charts. Which is a reasonably big hit, I guess, yeah. on the Billboard for then, because that's they sold a lot of records. Starcher also recorded a part two for that song, because there were so many similarities between the assassinations that he couldn't get it into one song. I mean, it is quite striking how many coincidences there are. There's a lot of funny coincidences between... Um, yeah, so I mean, it Lincoln says it lists, it lists them here. A few of the noted similarities shared by both presidents include being elected in years ending in 60, yeah. both concerned with civil rights issues, both first ladies lost a child while in the White House, both presidents were shot in the back of the head on a Friday in the presence of their wives, their assassins were born in the years ending 39 and both espousing radical ideologies. Yeah, I mean, the successors were both Southern senators named Johnson, both born in the year 08. Several of these similarities are false. For example, Booth was born in 38, while Lee Oswald was yeah. born in 1939. Yeah, they were just making shit up. And also, a lot of those so-called coincidences are, like, if you have someone who's assassinating a president, they're always going to be radical, aren't they? You well, know, that's why you kill a president. Yeah, because you've been radicalised in yeah. some way or other. No, not like, no one laid back yeah. ever kills a president. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, what happened today, love? Oh, I just went down, I killed a president. Uh, I got up, kind got of out milk. of character for me. A bit out of character for you, darling, because you were talking yesterday. Yeah, I, I don't things. know. His gun was there, just, just fucking shot a president. I just thought it was something to do, innit? It was fucking hard, because he's in America as well. So I got on a plane, and I went over, and I went, woo! <laughs> That's how it happened. Hey, do you know who covered History Repeats Itself? Who? Interesting. Oh, I know. Do you? I do know. And it was released at the same time and charted at the same time as well. Oh, that's the original. Now, I was going to say that... Because um, it debuted in the charts a week later, which is interesting because... Johnny like, Cash? No. Cab Calloway. Cab Calloway. Wow. Interesting choice. I don't, I, I don't know he why he decided to do that. must have done a sort of more jazz, jazzy version of it. Maybe, I but guess. it seems a kind of odd thing to cover. A spoken it word. It is strange. Thing. And you know what's also quite interesting about it is that a lot of people who are into sort of um, high strangeness and weird coincidences in general and sort of uh, conspiracy theory stuff yeah. often cite this as like a clue to sort of, you know, the Illuminati Patterns and conducting and everything shit. from behind. And it, Which uh, is weird that it was sort of in the consciousness already, kind of coincidence. And then you had the 60s happen, obviously. And then that, oh, and all the acid stuff, and then it all gets all weird. Well, that's you know. because the 50s and 60s were the birth of the modern conspiracy. Because conspiracy yes. just spent a few people who knew each other knew about a plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, for but instance, yes, you could say, like, bank robbers yes. or conspirators. But conspiracy theory was born, basically. Largely yeah. off the back of JFK. Yes. Because the, the common theory is, because of that and the MK Ultra thing that was just around the corner from being, you know, known around the world and, you know... Yes. It, all that stuff. It put distrust in a government, and so therefore people started looking for signs and signals into it's things funny, they couldn't yeah. get the answers to. And you roll over to 9-11, and it's the same thing. Because there is no definitive yeah. answer about why that happened and what happened, people will, will go, well, there, there must be a conspiracy. Yes, but all of these sort of coincidences, this has always been the weakest argument from these conspiracy people. It's always the most sort of wacko edge who go like, oh, you know... Like, you know, Beyonce has an eye on her hand or something, you know, like oh, all yeah. stuff that the is hand literally... hand gesture yeah. means that yeah. they're part of it's the It's reading the too bones. much into it. And it's like, if people were trying to conduct the world 
history from behind. Why would they engineer it so JFK got killed exactly by some guy who'd born on the same? It'd be year, like you know, hey, hey, have you heard? There's this guy who wants to, uh, he wants to kill, uh, he wants to kill Lincoln. Really? When was his When was his birthday? Yeah. Well, then we'll make sure that they they know how to kill JFK and how what a year yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy could be born in. It's just so you want to kill JFK, p- do you? Yes, I'd love I'd love to serve your conspiracy uh, yeah. group. I'd love that. Right. Well, what's your name? All right. There's 13 yeah, letters yeah. in that. Which oh is no, too exactly, many letters. You can too, change your name. You can know? you change your name to uh, just Lee Oswald? Yeah. Is that all right? But. History repeat itself. The song isn't trying to make that point, is it? It's trying to just say. Well, what is the point of the song? It's Think just about trying it. to say history repeats itself. But it, but that's basically not true. Yeah, because history that's does... not history repeating itself. That's a coincidence between sort of the length of people's names in history. That's not yeah. really repeating itself, is it? The I mean, it repeats it itself. Did. I mean, in, the president in... got assassinated. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. But then, why, for example, was there never a song that tries to tie in whoever shot? Uh, Reagan with another conspiracy. I think there you know are I mean? there are coincidences linking him as well with those other. Yeah, two. but that's but, but if yeah. you look for them, you will find them. Yeah, because that's what it, I mean. If there is a dearth of information, anyone can add anything they fucking it's like. It's pattern recognition, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's pure pure pattern. It's why recognition. Bible code exists. Those kind All of, of those. Books. Yeah, it's just such bold bullshit. Know. This is a strange but true story, which proves that history does repeat itself, and the events depicted here happen just one hundred years apart. Both President Lincoln and President Kennedy were concerned with the issue of civil rights. Lincoln was elected in 1860. Kennedy was elected in 1960, 100 years apart. Both were shot from behind in the head. Their successors, both named Johnson, were Southern Democrats with seats in the Senate. Andrew Johnson was born in 1808. Lyndon Johnson was born in 1908. 100 years apart. John Wilkes Booth, the man that shot Lincoln, was born in 1839. Lee Harvey Oswald, the man that shot Kennedy, was born in 1939, 100 years apart. Booth and Oswald were Southerners, favoring unpopular ideas. Booth and Oswald were both assassinated before going to trial. And it's kind of an absurd thing, which is obviously why Ben Calder decided to do a sort of parody of it because it's it's absurd and stupid and he has a sort of Ben Calder was a com- comedy performer well he, it was interesting actor. Ben Calder he's an actor he was famous initially for he was struggling getting roles so he re- he decided to get a career in singing and his first hit was 58 with the purple people eater now that was a, a big hit novelty hit wasn't it that falls in line with the whole itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow book dot bikini kind of yes pop hits of the 50s sort of verging on Bubblegum verging on sort of uh, uh, novelty. Well, it's kind of like novelty, but legit because the era well, actual, allows for it. Yeah, an actual song rather than just a, a parody or, or, you know. What I find interesting, though, about Ben Calder is that it lists his career as an actor, the westerns he did, that song. He was in westerns and stuff. Um, he had a ca- didn't he have a sort of comic persona, which is on that record, which is a, a drunkard? Yeah, he, he, released, he did release novelty and comedy singles. Apparently, there were two in the UK he had hits with called Luke the Spook. Which was a hit, was and then my spy? only treasure doesn't really say. There's no links. That's the thing about this. There's very little to go on outside yeah. of a few bits and bobs. But um, it doesn't say much about having. He was on Hee Haw and wrote the theme song for that show as well. Hee Haw, yeah, which was kind of like a kind of redneck Ronan and Marty's laughing, wasn't okay, it? Yeah, you know, it was right. that kind of vibe. I guess he kind of made a name for himself in terms of being a novelty cowboy singer. Yeah, it's quite a clever uh, sort of parody 
this great man repeat himself. So basically, in his version of the song, he compares like it's Batman. All, it's all Batman and Robin. I like all those sort of, uh, they're very kind of uh, topical references, co- uh, pop cultural references in it. Batman and... Yeah, it actually says here, um, he, in the song, Great Men Repeat Themselves, he describes the coincidental similarities between President Lyndon Johnson and the superhero Batman. Yeah, that's it. That's the, that's the conceit, isn't it? Yeah. Ben Collar wasn't the only person to release that song, Homer and Jethro, an act, I believe, might have been from Hee Haw, released it as well. Great Men Repeat Themselves. Yeah. Also re- did the parody tune. Weird. Yeah. So there's a cover of the parody tune. This is very obscure, the Ben Calder version, isn't it? Because it's not it's not mentioned in his discography on Wikipedia. No, it, there's a there's page, no version on YouTube. It gets a passing comment on the song, uh, the original co- song it's covering. And the uh, the flip side is even more obscure and weird, but I think it's sort of recorded live and it's part of his sort of persona because it goes, there goes my everything, number two. Yeah. And it's like... Which sounds like when you went to the toilet after the tackies. <laughs> and... Uh, it's just him. He's got this sort of drunk persona. It's all about gin, and he spills it. And it's quite, it's quite amusing. I yeah. don't know. Oh, so, so we'll get, we'll get to the bit that is actually the most interesting thing about Ben Calder. His yes. real name, by the way, Sheb Woolley. That's more cowboyish, isn't it? Sheb Woolley. Ben Calder was a was a name he took on to release these songs as the cowboy character. Yeah, but isn't Sheb Woolley more of a cowboy name? Uh, I mean, Sheb Woolley sounds. If you like sort a- met two men, two men are behind doors, Paul. And you just have their names. Ben Calder. I'll suck them both. <laughs> which, well, yeah, that comes later. Right. First, we need to ask you which you think is more likely to be a cowboy. Ben Calder or yeah. Sheb Woolley? Sheb Woolley. Sheb Woolley. Either that or, or a Pokemon. I wonder why he decided to use a pseudonym. It doesn't really say here, to be honest. When, says... he, when he appears as an actor in the movies, I wonder if he used his real name or No, ben. he's Ben, he's ben so Calder his, as an yeah, actor. His so stage it's, name. it's the same. But... Shall I let you announce why he's a very famous person that everyone should know about? He is extremely famous, and even if you haven't heard any of his novelty records or seen any of the the westerns he's in, I'm almost certain you would have heard his voice on more than one occasion. He was even today; his voice still pops up in films because he is responsible for one of the most famous sound effects in all of movie history, or most widely used. Yeah, the Wilhelm scream, which I'll put in now. Uh, now, so I tell them where it comes from. Yeah, why is it called the Wilhelm scream? Uh, so it's a stock sound effect. Again, we're using Wikipedia for that. Apologies. Uh, they've been used in a number of films. Begin. It was first used in the film Distant Drums. The scream is usually used when someone is shot and falls from a great height uh. or is thrown from explosion. The sound is named after Private Wilhelm, a character in a film called The Charge at Feather River, a 1953 western, in which the character gets shot in the thigh with an arrow. You would make that sound if you were shot in the arse with an arrow. Yeah. And then it got added to the Warner Brothers stock library, and they believe, they're not confirming, but they believe it's Sheb Woolley. But it was first used as a sound effect in that film Distant Drums. In the scene, a soldier is bitten and dragged away by an alligator. Okay, yeah. yeah. Can you think of any other stock sound effects that are as famous as that? Anything? Well, there is another scream sound effect. I can't remember what it's called, but there's another scream sound effect that is used a lot in Star Wars and Indiana okay. Jones that is... Yeah. As used as, but just not as well known as the Wilhelm scream. Funny. Uh, so yeah, they believe it was Seb because in the film uh, Distant Drums, he played a role that was uncredited. Right. So I'm presuming then that he's the one who gets the shot in the leg and dies. But they just so it wasn't a stock sound effect. It was actually on the on the the soundtrack. It yeah. was on the. It was actually recorded when they were shooting the yeah, film. Yeah, the charge at Feather Point or whatever it was called. Ah, so. and that film was before. Yeah. Funny. Mm. Real detective work's gone into that. So, yeah, it's been used in Star Wars. Lucas and Spielberg have used it a lot in Indiana Jones films. Uh, it was even used in The Force Awakens, Toy Story, Cars, Aladdin, 
Beauty and the Beast, a lot of Disney films, Game of Thrones, Book of Boba Fett have used it. It's crazy the immortality you get from just doing one of those, isn't it? And funnily enough, it's Mola Ram when he gets eaten by crocodiles when he falls to his death. Okay. That's when they use it then. It's funny and it Red reminds... Dead Redemption, Grand Theft Auto. So it's gone into the computer game. Yeah. It's just era. it's just everywhere. It reminds me of the Amen break. What's that? Which is that break that is the underpins all of jungle and um it's a drum break, but it was from a record by the Winstons called Amen Brother, which is why it's called the Amen Break. Oh. But then it's just like one of the most used samples ever. It was a whole basis for jungle. It's like the the basis for the whole sound of the whole genre. I guess, I wonder if you could piece together a song. And he never got any money. This guy died in poverty, who actually did Always the, the fucking way, though, isn't it? Yeah. But imagine, he, he got a, like a penny for every time it had been used. He would have been... Imagine uh, if Ben Calder had been paid for every time they fucking used their Wilhelm scream. Well, that's what I mean. It's he this weird kind of immortality. Mm. Similar. A different ear. I different... see what you mean, though. I was just saying, I wonder yeah. if you could piece together a song using the Wilhelm scream, that beat, a sample. All these different know, things. A black box riff or something, yeah, yeah. you know? yeah. Everybody dance well, there's now. There's also equivalent things in from musical motifs are somehow similar, but they people don't get paid for those either, do they? Like the the deeply problematic and racist Chinese. What's that called? The Chinese one, which signals that it's Chinese. Oh, or da, 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 da. Weirdly though, I think I've said this before in the past. I, because of shitty British light entertainment, every time I hear that tune, my brain goes na 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 ba da ba da ba ba. Oi! Yeah, ba 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 bum is another one though, isn't it? I find it fascinating, and also the that music. What's the uh, Enter the Gladiators? How does that go? And yet, because of clowning and circuses, you couldn't really use it in. You, you know, don't think of gladiators, no. do you? You think of clowns. Imagine funny. if fucking you know Ridley Scott's Gladiator yeah. came out with it. I am Lucius, son of God. Rain fire on these bastards. Oh, here's my favourite bit of Ben-Hur with the dude in the chariot <laughs> race. <laughs> so, well, I'll definitely pick up anything else I see by him. I mean, it, it, in many respects, I, I find it fascinating that a song that I can't find the point of in terms of why it was released, other than the fact that someone, they probably had a conversation at a pub one night. The guy was like, yeah, did you hear that? What? Well, you know the guy who shot JFK is like, yeah. Uh, really? Pen out. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I just think it fed into the sort of paranoid conspiracy theory craze that did come later. Oh, yeah. It, it feeds I mean? like the Coast to Coast radio programs. Yeah, it's and that. all of that. You know. It's like Coast to Coast as a record from the 50s. Yeah. It's so what a... year was this? 64? Uh, yeah, sorry. That might have been uh, mid-60s. Yeah. Right. I can presume he parried it because he thought, well, what a load of stupid piece of yes. piss. Let's subvert it by making connections About any Batman. which way you Batman want. Batman and Lincoln or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you can, you could look hard enough. You could easily make connections of between course. anything. Of course, you just analyse anything in terms of numbers and you can just sort of, yeah. you know, break like, everything down. You know, Scylla Black, C-I-double-A, five and five is ten, right? Yeah. And uh, Bruce Forsyth yeah. is five and seven. <laughs> but he, but he, You're but just, she did a show called Surprise, Surprise. And he did a one called? Uh, generation. Play your cards right. Play your cards right, which... Higher. Surprise, surprise! Uh, you bet. Uh, doesn't well, you know it is quite hard making conspiracies, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, but Silla these... Black has five letters in her first and five in her last. What other Marty Kane? Five and five. They're both the same person because oh. they're both Marty and they're both singers and they're both 
deeply annoying people. Right. Oh! Um, <laughs> <laughs> now we get to the meat stuff. Apparently Scylla Black just a hor- was a horrible person. And I remember... Tory right, is what you're saying. Well, yeah. 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 But there was... <laughs> but there was all that stuff. Remember she was like... She's like lauded in many respects. Like, oh, Scylla. She, she was, was yeah, the it, Princess Di of showbiz at she that was time. Tr- she was a national treasure. But, but what not, did Scylla not do? Anymore, sort of. she what just did, did Scylla do? Didn't she have a show, sort of an Esther Ranson-style show, where she sort of helped people out? Well, that or... was surprise, surprise, wasn't it, really? Oh, that's surprise, surprise. Yeah, she yeah. did Blind Date. Blind so, Date was fucking surprise, a huge... Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I hated her singing voice. I hated, I hated... I'm sorry Blind... to derail this and make it a kind of anti-Scylla thing, but like, I don't get Scylla Black. no. Did she sing Alfie? What's it yeah. all about Alfie? Well, she was a protege of McCartney, wasn't she? What does that mean? Like in the same way, what like Prince had um, Sheena Easton. Sheena Easton. So Sheena Easton to Prince is what Cilla Black was. Yeah. To Paul McCartney. But I think McCartney Prince was did a very magnanimous job. with his songs, and he tried to support. And I think it's because the Liverpool connection as well. He tried. Yeah, because she used to work as a uh, coat. Go to the, the tavern. The tavern. Yeah, 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 yeah. And do you know what? The song that McCartney gave to Cilla Black, which was her breakthrough, which is Look, in, Look Inside Love. Look Inside Love. Which is a really good song. Is it? Yeah. I do not like it. I've got a version by the singer from Blue Mink. I can't remember her name now. Right. Which is really good. Better than the Cilla version. I'd have I'll play to say, it to you. There's something about Cilla's voice I don't yes, like. It's yeah. that weird it's kind of breathy. It's a reedy sort of nasally sort of... Look yeah. Inside Love. <laughs> but it is a great... It's a great little... Um, McCartney pop piece Look Inside I, 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 I don't know I can't get over the silliness of it for me to enjoy it as a well, song well I'll try and find that record we'll watch this space everyone we'll find that record is that the only prodigy of, of the Beatles in any respect did Ringo Starr bring us well, Ringo Billie Eilish or something no <laughs> you know Billy. I think you want to write a Bond th- song Peace and Love because you stop Peace. sending me fucking letters Peace and Love Billy you know <laughs> did Lennon take anyone under his wing no, I think it was a McCartney thing. McCartney was the super genius from the Beatles, wasn't he? He he had it all going on. Like he, I mean, he was a thrusting, cutting, thingy, majiggy guy. Just an amazing, amazing yeah. artist, especially in that period. You know, the late I just 60s. why Scylla? <laughs> I don't know. I've got I a agree. problem. I agree, but I did enjoy, along with everyone else, I enjoyed Blind Date, especially when it first came out. It was a big event television show, which you don't you don't get that. I hate anymore. Blind Date. I hated that, but it is famous for that one episode where the reporter came on. She was a reporter for like The Sun or something. And no, so that was Blind Date. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everyone turn on her because she's a, yeah. a reporter and she's a boo. Priscilla said for us to boo with this It's very woman. much like, it's like a, a Noel Edmonds complaining it's about the letter moment, isn't Noel it? Noel Edmonds. Like, yeah. I think Scylla had a better leg to stand on with this argument. Yeah, she, in did, terms get, of, yeah, she did get d- done the dirty by this reporter, but... Do you reckon yeah. what Scylla's entourage took that girl backstage and was like, "You fucking fucked Scylla's show. <laughs> you We're better gonna get out fuck of you pretty up. quick. You better, <laughs> you better have a fucking taxi booked because I've seen Scylla eat through bars when she's yeah, fucking angry. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't ima- imagine Scylla fucking getting a bit handy with Scylla her. is the MC Hammer of like British <laughs> like entertainment because like you know MC Hammer was like not gangster, but actually he was quite gangster because he knew very gangster. He was people. an actual sort of yeah. He yeah. was did actual have actually collect connections with the street yeah more than maybe some other rappers that were known as known as it rappers. for the time yeah, yeah. yeah he he had the con- he might not have been og himself but he definitely knew the og he knew out some there. pretty uh that's Scylla. she knew the craze did she i don't know <laughs> let's say she did you can yeah. imagine her knowing the craze can't you yeah anyway. I bet she did surprise surprise <laughs> she's not in it my entourage is going to stab you in the eyes and then it'll be a fucking blind date. Can we do... I know, I, I feel you, you want to turn this into the Scylla Black it's hate just, party. I'll tell you what but... it was. 
I was quite young when I realised that Silla was a fraud, yeah. right? Because in Liverpool, they have the um, a, a shopping centre. But it's kind of like the, the oldest shopping centre there originally. It's been usurped now this, by Liverpool. Is this one. in centre? St John's Centre. St John's right? Centre. So that's okay. where like, the original shop market was in Liverpool. Yeah. Which has now been usurped by Liverpool One. Right? But they which turned it into... It was an open air market square. And I mean, they I turned it into a shopping centre. No, I think it was all. It was built to be a covered market. Okay. But it was like, for whatever reason, the nineties revamped and reopened, and Scylla came to open it. And do you know that scene in like, I don't know if you, if you watch like that fucking awful Zack Snyder Superman film. You know when everyone's reaching out for Superman, he's standing there like Christ, and all these hands are reaching out towards him. I think I've seen that. You've shot, seen that yeah. shot. Imagine that, but with Scylla instead of Superman, and that's what it was like in Liverpool that day. The masses reaching out, right, right touch to Silla. touch them. But she's one of their own. But the disdain in her face was uh, like, don't touch me. Really? As she moved away through the crowd. Were you like, there? Oh, yeah. Because my mum, we okay. all wanted to go see Scylla. Because, you know, you never saw Scylla in Liverpool, really. Oh, right. So, well, she was a big deal. And then Very you remember seeing her and thinking, she doesn't, she she hates it. I remember thinking, you seem mean. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It goes deep, this Scylla hatred with you, doesn't it? Not so much. Should, like, we, go, should we put her on the pantheon of despised celebrities along with Edmunds and... Uh, no, Edmunds is off that list. Yeah, Mike Reed has gone Mike right Reed, to the top. Noel Edmunds is in the naughty box, yes. right? He's a naughty <laughs> tank tinker. My greed is on the, I will put him up against the wall and shoot him if the time comes. Are we going to do the second platter? No, because we've reached 35 minutes and my 15-minute Sillerant has eaten into that. I've... So we'll save it for another time. But, but Paul, we said we'd had two platters for them at the but start. But Eli, I have to edit this podcast, so it's over. It's over. Okay, it's fine. over. If you think but that's acceptable. Well, I think it was a nice informative platter about a very interesting novelty song I don't think a lot of people know about. Well, I agree. That's why I've been trying to locate. We've been... I'll give them a little peek behind the curtain here yeah i bought this record several months ago from a charity shop and i keep misplacing it and every time yeah, we say spooky. we're going to do, do it, it, would it disappear it disappears perhaps that's something to do with the illuminati and jfk's assassination well, let's think how don <laughs> colder is three letters don't. and then six and what's that what else has three letters and six my knob hole uh, my knob hole is itchy I've got a pencil. Shouldn't we just scratch the tip? No. So, so I take the pencil the gammon and gas. rub it upon your meat ass. The mutton gas. The mutton gas is squirtif. No. The mutton mouth. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> it's, Eli's got his mutton mouth out, everyone. Oh, oh. we got a nickname for my meat as well. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Eli with mutton mouth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's spitting. Get some of those rosemary crisps on it. Oh. Yeah. That's that done. Okay. <laughs> And as time draws to a close here on Cheap Show... And is time drawing to a close? Yes. You didn't. You, mouth. That is proper Gannon mouth disease. Proper Gannon mouth disease in his fucking head. His head says, I'm a Hananini man. Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> you nicked that. You twat. They're betwings. Good. They well, always will be, and I will get my seven betwings. I'll be sprinkling the betwings. You'll never know. They'll pop out. I They'll hope pop I give out you meaty meters mouth. Yeah, I'm going to give m- you button mouth. I'm going to give you blue balls betwings. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Yet again, we'll be back next week for more economy comedy comedy fun. Look out for the it's date for the be, live show. Trying to be slick in August. Uh, yes, we will be we'll coming hope, up soon. Hopefully, by next week, we'll have the details and it will be sorted and pins dotted and eyes crossed and all right. that stuff. Yes. Okay. I'm sl- it's going. It's going. <laughs> it's Scylla. It's put you off your, your meat. I'm having a syntax error. Scylla's put you off your food. She does. Does she? Yeah. Yeah. I used to, I used to hate it as well. Yeah. Blind date and everything. 
Yeah, it'd be like, oh, fucking hell. Tell you what, though. Give me fucking Blind Date over fucking surprise, Love Island. Surprise, surprise. Which of those two would you rather watch? Surprise, surprise or Blind Date? Ooh. Surprise, surprise, because they're a bit naughty. What happens in surprise? I can't even remember the format of One that show. One person sits behind... The, the three women, or three men, depending on where they start. That's but, Blind Date. Yeah. What did you say? Surprise, surprise. Oh, surprise, surprise. I got it wrong. Right. <laughs> fucking hell. Surprise, surprise was just like... You spent 14 years in an orphanage oh, right. and then you went away to this oh, and they, you thought you'd never see your bunkmate again. Oh, it again. was reunion show. It was yeah, like reunions yeah. or it was, you know, oh, community that, bits that and was, bobs. That was so much harder to sit through than Blind Date. Come on, admit it. And then if it didn't end with some bullshit reason for Scylla to sing. Oh, always she did a song. Oh, God. It'd be like, and we're going to go to an orphanage and reunite these people. Cut to video footage or film footage of them at the orphanage. And then it's like, consider yourself at home consider yourself and then there's all the fucking girl scouts in the background going one of the family Fuck me. Yeah, right, so, terrible. yes, we're back next week. Um, uh, thank you for supporting us on Patreon, if you do indeed support us on Patreon. Um, if you'd like to and help support this podcast, it's patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Give what you can, but remember, only if you can. Thank and you. And you've got loads patrons. of videos and podcasts and magazines to look through of the past few years. There's Lots loads of stuff. Of stuff. Loads so of stuff many hours of new cheap show footage for you there. Um, uh, uh, email the show thecheapshow at gmail.com if you've got questions or or tales from the shop floors or whatever they're also valid send them our way Facebook Instagram we're on there but Twitter's where we're most active at the cheap show pod and Eli is I'm at Eli Snoid and it's spelled E-L-I I'm at Eli Snoid and it's spelled E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D we're beginning to malfunction and also we have a P.O. box if you want to send us any odds and ends or price of shites or things for the black bin bag or board games or records or anything you think would make this show fun it is Cheap Show P.O. Box 1309 Harrow H-A-1 9-Q-J and all the information you need about Cheap Show is on our website thecheapshow.co.uk where you'll get links to the merch pages the Patreon videos episodes with pictures and videos themselves it's all there go and investigate there's quite a lot of content there and that's it so we're going to say goodbye and we're going to join you next time. Yeah, goodbye, I... everyone. Paul, have you... What? Where's Honey? I... Honey was just here. Oh, I don't know where Honey is. Anyway, I'm going to I'm going to go, so what? I'm just going to what's, what's in leave that bag? this set up. No, nothing in the bag. What the fuck? Is... Where's Honey? I've got Honey in me bag. Come back, you can't. Oh, my oh. pants are falling down. Oh, my pants are falling down, ladies and gentlemen. His pants are actually falling down. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? I forgot that I undid them Jesus earlier in the box. Jesus Christ, Paul. Mate, you this is see, getting you too can, real. You can see this my mutton. Bye-bye, <laughs> 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 everyone. Ah! Ah!